Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing, with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour, with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great, David Diaz. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I am your host, 1996 Olympian and former WBC lightweight champion of the world, David Diaz. If you're into boxing or any other sport, you tuned into the right place. Well, guys, I guess we had a crazy weekend for my sport of boxing. Um, the decision of the Pacquiao-Bradley was, was a crazy one, uh, one that I don't agree with, but, you know, it happened and, and you got to live with it. But I'll be talking about that in the next segment, so please stay tuned. Um, I'm really going to be discussing about what went on and what I think was the problem and my speculation and all that stuff about it. But uh, please stay tuned for the next segment. Also, I want to send condolences to the family of three-time Olympic heavyweight champion Teofilo Stevenson of Cuba. He passed away over the, the week. and He passed, to, uh, passed away at the age of 60. Um, he was arguably the best, the greatest amateur boxer ever. Stevenson uh, never allowed, was never allowed to turn professional. Even though he was offered big, big, big money opportunity to challenge uh, Muhammad Ali. Uh, Stevenson won Olympic gold in 1972, 76, and 1980. And also, uh, it was speculated that if uh, Cuba had not boycotted the 84 and 88 games, he would have uh, been an uh, uh, Olympic gold medalist as well. Um, but uh, we want to send our deepest condolences to them. And uh, for Cuba losing uh, a national hero. I um, also want to thank uh, Cliff Levinson for his invitation to, the, to his uh, celebrity golf outing in Hammond, Indiana that I participated in uh, last week. I had a great time there. I was there with uh, one of my friends, Boris Sanchez. Um, and we had, a, we had a lot of fun there. Met a lot of good people um, also. And I also got to uh, golf with uh, a state senator of Illinois. From of the district 15 of the 15th district, Napoleon Harris. He's a seven-year vet of the NFL, and I'm definitely going to be reaching out to him later on, uh, so we could get him on the show and to talk about what he wants to do and uh, or plans to do for the 15th district. Was a, a, a good guy and um, a pretty good golfer too. Um, he was telling me he was uh, he, he's been golfing uh, for quite a while now, so. Uh, we had a good time there. My next golf outing, the one I'm going to be attending, is this Saturday. And it's going to be for Jason McKee's Foundations. 
this foundation helps the families of soldiers who have either gotten hurt or, or, or the uh, or the soldier has passed away, and they reach out to um, to the family uh, of the soldiers in need, in need of help. So that's a very good foundation. I believe there's some um, sponsoring or, or um, some some tickets left for uh, for the event. So if you guys uh, know how to get there, uh, um, go out to jasonmckeefoundation.com and um, you can log into there and um, and participate in, in that fashion. But let's start off with uh, the Cubs. They picked up uh, Jorge Soler and signed him to a nine-year, $30 million uh, dollar contract. The right-handed power uh, hitting Soler is the Cubs' second signing of a Cuban defector in the past three months. Um, they acquired left-hander uh, Gerardo Concepcion with a relatively modest uh, $6 million five-year deal. Now, this is the beginning of the future for the Cubs. Uh, that we're going to start getting younger players with a promising career, and and this is what uh, what what Theo is uh, rebuilding for. So hopefully, you know, we will be able to get um, all these guys in action pretty soon and start seeing the 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 product come out. They also made a change at hitting coach position, firing Julio Jaramillo, who was in his third year with the Cubs. Uh, with the trade line approaching, I'm pretty sure that there's going to be um, some more guys being trade traded. I'm pretty sure Ryan Dempster, Matt Garza, um, Alfonso Soriano, who who obviously we've been trying to <laughs> to get rid of for the longest, but nobody wants to buy that contract. <laughs> I don't blame him. I mean, you know, well, I mean, who am I to talk? I can't play baseball, but you know, I do like I like watching it. So. Um, also, um, they they uh, acquired uh, um, uh, James Rosen. Ro- Rosen is going to be the interim hitting uh, a coach for uh, for the Cubs now that they fired uh, Jaramillo. Um, he he was with the Yankees organization for the past six seasons and um, was uh, the four for the uh, minor league uh, hitting coordinator there. So. We'll see what happens with all these changes that are being done for the for the Cubs, and hopefully um, things get done, and and you know we start seeing some production. Obviously, our the Cubs that that are out there right now are not are doing the good. It's got a very they have a very bumpy road. They've only won two of their last six games, so no real uh, big bright spots for the Cubs at all this at this season. I think um, we just have to like what. Our motto is our motto is for for the Cubs is wait till next year. Definitely, this is one that uh, I'm going to be <laughs> in the backseat just waiting because um, we all knew that this was going to be a whole rebuilding process. Um, it's not like uh, they came in there saying that they were going to win right away off the start. So I'm I'm with them in in what they're uh, trying to build for for the Cubs for um, uh, years to come. Definitely, this is not just going to be a one-year fix, and it's going to be um, something that's uh, built off of a good foundation. So I hopefully think that, um, you know, um, they keep on getting more um, more, uh, more good picks, and um, uh, the free agency is going to be almost run, uh, closing off in July, I believe. So we're just going to have to wait and see where all, all the chips fall. And, you know, for the Southsiders, 
They are in their last, uh, they're in their, in their last six games. They're three and three. Um, but, um, I guess that's, that's pretty good. A lot better than what we're doing. Um, but they still hold a one and a half game, uh, lead over Cleveland and, um, five over the Tigers. So I guess the White Sox, uh, have something to be cheering about and are very excited about, about uh, their season, you know, with, uh, being num- number one in, in, in their division. So congratulations to them. Um, and, um, wish them luck. No, I don't. No, just kidding. <laughs> and now, um, also want to send, um, congratulations to, uh, pitcher Matt Kane on his perfect game yesterday. Um, he has a great feeling. He's, uh, he's actually, uh, a great feeling because, um, he's, he has tied, uh, Sandy Koufax for the, for the most strikeouts in, in, in a game, in a perfect game. So congrats to Kane and, um, hopefully, uh, you know, he keeps on doing a uh, good. Um, I believe it was Humber from 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 the White Sox who hasn't been doing so fairly well uh, after uh, his game. So we'll see what happens with them. Now, what what I really want to talk about is uh, the NBA Finals. Um, I I saw that game and I really thought, you know, at the beginning of the game, I really thought I was going to be talking about, you know, Miami's power, uh, dominance of 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 the game, of the control that they had, and, and they do, uh, did look, uh, very, uh, very good at the first three quarters. I'm not gonna lie, I was, I was, uh, uh pretty, pretty like, ah, man, I gotta talk good about them, because they were, they were looking real, real sharp. Uh, you know, LeBron and, and them were just putting on a show, and, uh, they had a, a lead as much as like 13 point lead at, at before the first half. But it wasn't until like 60 seconds left, 16 seconds left in, into the third quarter that, uh, Westbrook tied it up and he drove to a, ba- uh, to the basket and, um, and got, uh, got fouled with the basket and the counted. So he went to the line and he tied and, and he took the lead. And from there on, it was all thunder. And, um, you know, that's when they started making their move. And the, the fourth quarter was, uh, underway and it was, and they, they, they took control. They didn't let the heat come. Uh, I think the closest they let the heat come to was like about three points, three or four points. So, you know, the real question is now, okay, can the Thunder do it again? Not in the sense of coming from behind, but just, um, you know, really, Really putting it forward and, 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 and blowing them out. That's, uh, something to see and that's going to be tonight. That game is on tonight. So everybody stay tuned for that one. There's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of news. Uh, I mean, a lot of people watching that one because I definitely do want to see the, the Thunder, uh, take it all out on them. Um, and, and take control of that series and actually go back to Miami and win it in Miami, you know. Because there's some young, hungry guys that uh, um, really not a lot of people thought they were going to be doing a, a lot. But I do. I want them to win because, like I said, um, us Chicagoans, I think we're still bitter and, and sore about uh, about what they did to us. The, the, the three came over here and made us spend money without even, you know, putting out. Or, <laughs> that's like taking a girl to dinner. And, <laughs> and you know what I mean. 
But you know, it's 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 I guess part of what they were just trying to do. But you know, game two is tonight, and um, I definitely will be watching that. And I hope I hope the the Thunder can continue on their uh, um, their way of playing. They're gonna feel more comfortable now getting the first one out the way. So I definitely do hope uh, they they end up winning and 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 win pretty com- convincingly. You know, the Bears are, are going to finish their third day of minicamp today. And, um, you know, I know you're saying, why are you talking about football? But, man, you know, preseason is is, is close. It's right around the corner. We're literally uh, less than two months away from it, August 9th to be exact. And um, and we should be a contender with all the acquisitions we made um, for, for, the, for the football season. I definitely do think that, that we are going to be. So, you know, um, we just got to wait and see uh, how everything turns out to be, you know. I also wanted to say hello to uh, a childhood friend of mine who's here in Chicago from Florida. His, uh, his name is Jose uh, Cholo Ortiz. I want to say, how you doing, brother? And um, glad you're back. And I'm definitely going to be reaching out to you so we could get together and uh, reminisce a little bit about what's going on. Um, in, the, in the next segment, I'm going to be talking about... Um, the Pacquiao Bradley man, so stay tuned. You'll hear my thoughts on on why I think this whole thing happened, and um, we'll be back. Stay tuned. Your internet flagship station for sports. America Sports. This is It Sports is an engaging talk program that includes you, the experts, and sports, all moderated by Coach Carl Hargrave. We'll talk about what's going on in the general sports world, collegiate and professional, take a look at youth-oriented sports, athletic development and sportsmanship, faith, and where it has its place in sports, along with a lively discussion with Coach Carl every week. Tune in to This Is It Sports with Coach Carl Hargrave every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Play ball! If you're looking to talk baseball, even in the offseason, look no further than the King's Corner Talking Baseball with former World Series champion Jim Lairitz. Jim's known for a rather controversial stance during his show. He's brutally honest and ready to talk with current and former players, owners, and other key figures to bring you baseball from an insider's view. You won't want to miss a single episode. The King's Corner, Talking Baseball with Jim Lairitz is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. (laughs) 
You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, guys, you're listening to Outside the Ring. This is our segment, The Outcome. And, uh, well, <laughs> this is not the outcome that uh, was expected to happen. Um, I didn't see this happening at all. But I'm going to talk about uh, Manny Pacquiao and Bradley's decision later on because um, I want to talk first about uh, this fight that, um, that happened on the undercard as well. It was uh, the WBA... Uh, super Bantamweight champion Guillermo Rigondeau dropped Tian Kennedy five times in uh, on his way to a TKO. You know, this guy is a two-time Olympic gold medalist. He dropped him once in, in round one, twice in round two, and again in fourth and last time for, for the fifth before, before the bout, uh, you know, was waved off by the ref. Now, I'm, I'm gonna call him Guillermo because I, I know I probably murdered his last name. <laughs> you know, but this guy, if you guys seen the fight, this guy was all power. I mean, he was just measuring Kennedy up, uh, with every shot. Um, he, he landed them, uh, he landed them there, and a couple of times he would throw lazy lefts just, uh, to come up with, with, with a nice uppercut and, and, and just, um, was a massive, massive, uh, strength. All power shots. Rarely threw any jabs or anything like that. He really, he really went in there to, uh, destroy Kennedy and that he did. He made Kennedy look kind of like amateurish. Um, and, uh, he put really a, a nice, a nice fight to get, uh, together, um, in, in dropping Kennedy and making them look like obsolete actually for me. From my point of view and the way I was watching it in, uh, on TV, um, he, he was just, uh, very, very powerful. Now, what, what's next for, for Guillermo? Um, it, it could be a, a good fight, uh, lined up there for him, um, to, to, we, so we're gonna keep track of, of who he might be fighting next. And, um, I would definitely, if you guys did not see him, I would definitely uh, um, advise you to try to look him up on YouTube or anything like that because um, he, he was definitely a strong, strong fighter. Now, in the clash for the vacant IBF welterweight title um, that was formerly held by Andre Bertel, former two-time division champion, uh, uh, and he's rated number two, Randall Bailey scored a spectacular 11th round KO over Mike Jones. Um this was supposed to be a good fight on paper, man. It was supposed to be, you know, very uh, aggressive on both ends. But as the fight happened, it wasn't. Jones, uh, how he fought, he fought uh, very cautiously and rightfully so because um, everybody knows that, you know, once uh, uh, Bailey can can drop that uh, the right hand, um he, he, he's gonna hurt him, anybody in there, you know? And, uh, Jones actually 
was doing what he was supposed to do was stay away from that right hand. But unfortunately, um, Bailey found him in the tent and he put Jones on the deck just before the bell rang. And then, um, you know, Bailey, um, went after Jones again with the uppercut in the 11th to end it. Um, you know, Bailey is known for that once punch power and, and he delivered on that. Did anybody expect this? No, of course not. You know, it was, uh, um, should have been an easy fight. Not, well, not so, so much of an easy, easy fight, but just a fight that, that, uh, Jones could have outboxed and, and was outboxing him, you know? But again, th- that's the problem with fighting, uh, punchers that, uh, they can, they can end it with, uh, one punch, and that's what uh, Bailey did. And um, congratulations to him. And now he's um, on his way to uh, to be, um, get bigger and better fights. You know, pay per view fights, maybe possibly up in the 147. So we'll see what happens to that. Um, also, uh, on a non-title uh, featherweight bout between uh, four division world champion and current WBO uh, bantamweight char- champion Jorge Alce. And Jesus Rojas ended in a no decision. Uh, I said dropped Rojas right away, but um, you know Rojas finished strong, and then um, low blows and foul shots in the back of the head, and you know it was just one of those fights where um, I believe um, this whole card was one of those. Uh, night of boxing that you're like what what the heck happened you know and which leads me to the main event the main event now with this one it's it's really sad um to to see something like this of 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 this magnitude being done because um we all we all seen who won the fight i mean i at least i I like to think that I, I'm, I'm pretty knowledgeable in, in, <laughs> in judging the fight. And, um, Pacquiao definitely had, had one up against, uh, um, uh, Bradley. Um, but I never thought that Pac-Man would actually, um, be done like this, like be taken, you know, be robbed. Like what, what we say is as fighters be robbed. I never thought this would happen to him because of his status of doing everything, um, you know, that he has done in, in, in the sport of boxing. And and it happened, you know. And, you know, Pacquiao had control of the whole fight. Uh, he hit Bradley when he wanted to hit him. But but what, what, what really bothers me is that things like this happen. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, how does it feel to get robbed? Just like he was given a decision when... You know, he fought Marquez, uh, out of any of those times. A lot of people, um, like to say, um, you know, his last fight, Marquez got robbed. I mean, Marquez got robbed. No, I, I actually like to think that the first fight, he got robbed. Marquez uh, was definitely, uh, won that first fight. He came back off the floor, uh, three times to, to convincingly on my end, uh, beat, uh, uh, Pacquiao. But, you know, the other ones, everyone has their argument. Um, I didn't think Marcus did enough, but that has already happened, and, you know, it's part of it. I, I couldn't express my opinions before because I didn't have a show uh, to express my opinions. 
and now I do. So that's uh, one one of my opinions that I expressed. I thought Pacquiao won the first one. Uh, I mean, um, lost the first one against Marcus, and the other ones, uh, I just felt Marcus didn't do enough. And well, anyway, now on to to what happened this past weekend is that you know um, things like this they they, they happen um, been happening for too long. You know, fans get robbed too. You know because they get robbed of their guy winning, and and our our sport is getting robbed of of, of credibility. You know. The people start saying, oh, the fight's fixed, there's mafia, and there's all this stuff about it, you know, and, um, you know, all, all I think is that uh, this needs to stop. And uh, where do we start is the question. Where do we start fixing this problem? Is it the fighters? Do the fighters, after a fight is done, uh, to say to the public when the decision is made, if, if it's a wrong one, you know, to say, you know what, here, you know, I didn't win this fight. But then it goes into, man, if, if I say that I'm admitting to laws, then there's not another payday, you know. Um, that's, that's, that's really, um, um, tough on a fighter to do, especially if he have, if he hasn't seen the fight or he, he thinks he really won, you know. Is it to get younger judges, you know, cause, um, I believe these gentlemen, uh, that were judging the fight were, were, were high in age and, and, not to say anything bad about old people, but you know it's it, it's they they probably got to get younger younger judges or um, like Dan Raphael said maybe get some fighters to start um, being judges themselves because we know exactly what to look for in a fight. You know we fought in 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 um in the ring, so we know what punches to look for, and what punches might be coming. You know. Um, or or have the judges go through extensive training, um, or or change up the judges, have more views because in 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 the fights they only have three judges. You know, you only get sit them. Then the fourth side is is blank, is missing. If if you know, or put two judges on one side and and, and make it five judges. I, I don't know. It, it really really has to start. Uh, changing some some regulation has to get done in in this sport of boxing because it is it is something that's uh, atrocious is is not good or we get the promoters to start speaking out the second it happens not afterwards you know the second it happens let it be known you know and this is I, I took this little piece out of what um, Bob Arum said and and Dan Raphael's uh, has it on ESPN. Title Pacquiao shocked and split decision. This is what Bob Barron says. He said, something like this is so outlandish. It's a death knell for the sport. This is effing nuts. I have both guys and I'll make a lot of money in the rematch. But it's ridiculous. You have to, you have these old Fs who don't know what the heck, the hell they're looking at. It's incompetence. Nobody know, who knows anything about boxing could have Bradley uh, ahead in the fight. That's true, what he says, you know. Um, is it is it the refs? I, I don't know. Um, could we get younger younger refs in there? It's something that has to be changed. Um, I agree with uh, Bob Ehrman there in saying that, you know, it is nuts and everything, um, but something has to get done in, in, in regulating the sport and having all the judges um, 
go to a, a school or like he said, get younger judges or like Dan Raphael said, get younger judges so we can uh, teach them um, um, the the sport of, uh, of boxing and let them know what it is uh, about a fight. Have them regularly uh, going to the school, going to the gym um, so they could learn the process of, of the fights and watching sparring sessions or, or stuff like that. I don't know, but I, I just think something uh, needs to change. Now Aram uh, has asked the Attorney General to look into this. Maybe we can get some uh, um, something out of this. We might get this sport regulated, but you know and I know this is not going to happen. There's not going to be a regulation in boxing. Why? Because of too many promoters uh, um, uh, wanting uh, the whole piece of it. But maybe it, something can happen. I don't know, man. But this was uh, uh, a travesty. I, 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 it's bad for the sport of boxing. Definitely bad. Um, another uh, news on Floyd Mayweather. Oh well, let me let me tell you why too. I also thought that maybe Bob Arum didn't want to deal with um, Floyd Mayweather and Golden Boy Promotions because, um, you know, uh, that's who Pacquiao would have to fight next. There would be nobody. I mean, other than getting another fight with uh, Marquez, but the the if uh, Pacquiao would have won this fight, it would have been uh, hands down uh, a, a call for uh, a Mayweather Pacquiao uh, fight. So could that have been? I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I just think this is not good uh, for the sport of boxing at all. Um, there's gonna be some notable fights happening this weekend. It's going to be Chavez Jr. versus Andy Lee in Houston, and it's going to be uh, televised through HBO. Also on NBC, it's going to be Thomas Adamek versus uh, Eddie Chambers. That's going to be uh, um, said, um, nice to see. So free TV, guys. We uh, we don't have to pay for for these unless you're uh, paying a cable through uh, <laughs> for HBO. So we'll be in the, uh, coming back with uh, John Giliari. Um, stay tuned. flagship station for sports voice america sports tune in to a show about making a comeback and what really goes on behind the scenes with your favorite athletes and beyond listen for the comeback radio show with tony farmer a lot of people believe what they read on the internet hear and see in the media and on the news we're going to give our guests the chance to tell the real story without the extra hype it's not just sports, although that will be a focal point of the program. We'll also look at the world of celebrities, music, modeling, and more. Listen every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? 
Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Englehart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, all right, we're back, and you're listening to Outside the Ring. This is the segment, our Fighters Corner. And uh, my guest today has um, some great amateur fights planned for tomorrow. Uh, John Giliati, welcome to the show, brother. Hey, how are you, Dave? All right, pretty pretty good. First, let me thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. As a promoter right now, amateur promoter, what you're doing, uh, you probably are still busy because... The date is tomorrow when, when you're going to be throwing on your promotions. Is that right? Yes. Uh, tomorrow, uh, doors open at 6. And now can you tell us real quick where where are these fights going to be held at? Uh, the fights are uh, 8801 West 143rd Street in Orland Park, Illinois. It's the Riviera Country Club in Orland Park. Wow, the Riviera Country Club. Can I go over there and play some golf? I'm not really that good. You got any connections there? <laughs> No, uh, well, for those of you who don't know, um, you're Sam's cousin. Yeah, yeah. Sam, and you know, Sam, Sam was one of my trainers, and um, throughout my professional career, we first in the amateurs, Sam and I were like sort of rivals. <laughs> he had the win. He had the windy city uh, gym. I I belonged to Hamlet Park, so right, right. I would go up against his guys. But no, Sam Sam's been in my corner for. Uh, pretty um, um, uh, long time in 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 in, in my uh, boxing career and professional boxing career. He's actually uh, held the the pads for me, uh, wrapped me up for fights. So I I definitely think uh, he's he's a good guy, and so yeah. definitely boxing is in your guy's family, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, he helps me out with my son a great deal. So. So, so let me ask you, how, how did you get started as a promoter? Uh, well, basically, you know, I, uh, I boxed, you know, a little am- amateur boxing when I was younger. I loved the sport, had, had kids when I was real young, and then uh, never, you know, really presented the boxing to my, to my kids, and they're big wrestlers and, and whatnot. And my son, uh, Nick's like, yeah, I want to I box. So I'm like, okay, so... You know, you know how kids how they listen to their father. Not not too well when you're doing a sport with them. You know, so I'd rather yeah. Sam train them. So we brought them by Sam, and uh, it just it went from there. And I just wanted to keep a close eye on him. So I've been spending a lot of time with the boxing with him. I figure, you know what, let's you know let's do my own shows, put him in those shows, so I can keep an eye on him and make sure everything you know 
goes the way I want it to go, you know? Sometimes oh, that, the boxing thing can, uh, you know, you know how boxing is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. I, I look, mean, at, look at last week. <laughs> there you go. I was going to ask you later on about that. But listen, um, you know, I mean, amateurs is, is a beautiful start uh, to, to, to our sport, my sport. Um, I love the amateurs. Amateurs is uh, is where everybody gets to hone in their craft and and, and really see a, a positive future. And and that is why um, you got into amateur amateur promoting and because of your son. Now, just be honest. Now, looking from, uh, let's say you're somebody else. How good is your kid? He's not your son right now, but how good is this kid? He's uh he's he's a uh, he's good. He's good. <laughs> but I, I I take I take him uh you know everyone does things differently with amateurs. I I'm taking him slow. You know, not too many people know about him cuz you know, he's not fighting 10 20 fights a year. He'll may fight three fights a year, three four fights if he's lucky. Right. Uh, and you know, he he's he's going to be good. He's got a long way to go, but he's he's on his way. Right. Okay. Now, um, why, um, how many shows have you promoted from uh, in, in in these amateur amateur shows? Uh, this will be our uh, tenth show. Wow, your tenth show and all pretty su- successful, I might say. Yeah, they're all very successful. They're all sold out uh, now. Uh, now we're we're looking for other venues and and you know maybe we're going to start promoting some pro uh, pro bouts in the in the future. Wow, wow, that's amazing. Amazing. So how many fights do you have for tomorrow uh uh night uh, on the card? Uh 10 to 12 fights. Matter of who shows up. <laughs> but yeah, 10 <laughs> for sure. All right, man. So uh, have, uh, what, what is We have Johnny Lewis, little Johnny, okay. you know, Johnny Lewis's oh, son's fighting. Uh yeah, yeah. Vicky Williams, uh she's a Golden Glove champ this year. Uh you know, my son Nikki Gilioti. Uh, Tony Riggs, Jim Murphy, Jose Rabula. Uh, so a lot of good, a lot of very good amateur boxers that are, are that, that next stage of going pro, you know? Wow, man, that, that, that is amazing. Now those are, um, those are the kids that are gonna be there. Um, have you ever thought about doing any, like, MMA? Uh, for a promotion or any, uh, have you seen any of those fights yourself? Uh, yeah, all my, my kids are all big wrestlers and I, you know, we, I definitely always think about, uh, you know, the MMA and the UFC stuff, but, uh, you know, my, you know, even though my kids have wrestled since they were five and they're state champs, you know, uh, in wrestling, but, uh, boxing is my, my passion. So, uh, <laughs> I want to try to, you know, get boxing known. In, in the south suburbs, uh, because there's not too many people doing uh, amateur boxing in uh, you know south uh, suburbs, you know, outside of Chicago. Right, uh, right, right. There's a lot yeah. of UFC all over the place, though. Yeah, yeah, and and what what do you think about uh, UFC as as the sport? You think it is with the decisions that just happened this past weekend? Do you think that uh, the sport of boxing is uh, Losing its ground on MMA. Well, you know what? I thought we were getting back back on track. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we've been having some good fights up until last last week. You know, we've just been having some. You know, that right there. You know, 
brings us back two steps now. You know, so now, you know, all the critics, you know, they've been waiting for this, you know, and now they're just bashing boxing again. So, yeah, it's going to take it's going to take some time, you know, uh, and now that brings UFC up a notch on us again. So Right. Now, what, what you as a promoter, uh, what do you think boxing needs for it to, um, you know, find a, a, a ground where things like this can happen? Or, or the, what do you think needs to be done with, with boxing? I tell you, you know, right now they're doing. It seems like to me, from what I've seen, it's all about the it's all about the money. They gotta they gotta take two steps back and think about you know, you know, from an amateur to to pro. You know, these have a lot of these kids come from nothing. You know, we have to start thinking back at, at that. You know, and not always about the money. To me, that that fight was fixed. You know, it's all about you know the sports book and and you know what. You know what everyone's got on the line there. You know, uh, a lot of things have to change. I mean, yeah, I, I I totally agree with you. A lot of things have to change. I, for me, my perspective and my my view of it is there has to be some regulation, just like there is in the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. I think boxing has to get regulated as well. I I I, I I I I think there needs to be one sanctioning body for for the whole. There's there's too many uh, belts on the line. There should only be one one champion. Uh, there's just a lot of stuff. To, I, I I blame this one also on the judges. Um, the judges need to be uh, really um, um, evaluated a lot better. They have to have more in their background in order to. to I feel to, I feel that you should you should have some experience in boxing or been in the ring and been in a war or or you know. You shouldn't be hiring referees that don't have the experience. You know, and, they, they should be there. And that's and that's what happens. I mean, most of most of these referees and judges that they get appointed or get in there is because they know somebody from the commission. Well, or it is. It's unfortunate, but it is. It is all about politics, and and this needs to stop. That's why I I I I think uh, regular uh, boxing has to get regulated. Needs to be one sanctioning body, just like the NFL, NBA, just one body that 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 governs it all. I mean, because they don't even respect the the the, the boxing rules or anything like that, you know. Or maybe yeah. they need to go back to 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 how it used to be in the old days. Till one guy can't come out of the ring no more, it's all over, said and done. You know, those fights would be good to watch all over again. <laughs> oh, absolutely, old school. Yep. Yeah, just go back and and, yeah, and there's just too much. There's too much money out there. There's too much money out there, and everyone wants their hands on it, and that's why the sports corrupt. So, uh, would like you know, I wish it was all like you know, me as an as a promoter. Uh, I don't do this for the money. Uh, I do this for the kids, get them ready for Golden Gloves. Uh, you know, we just try to cover what we put into it. You know, uh, we try to give these kids the best belts, the best trophies. Uh, and we try to get them all on the posters. You know, the look on these kids' faces is, and, you know, tells a thousand words, you know. So it's like that's what we're trying to do. Uh, and, and you know what? They should, you know, they should think of that. Yeah, and that's amazing that you're doing that because let me tell you, because when I was growing up, we had the park district. We had the park district that, that would put all these fights together. Now, right. if you can see in here in the Chicago area, the park district's boxing um, is is dying out. 
they they don't do as many fights as they used to before. You know, no, we because used to, everyone wants to do these shows now and make money doing that. So yeah, man, I don't know. It's 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 something that um, I'm I'm real proud that you came on the show so you can uh, let everybody know what you're doing. This is definitely for the kids, and um, I want to ask you if you could stay on for uh, uh, the other segment if you still got time, because uh, I'm uh, gonna be going to a commercial break. Yeah, that's fine. All right, thank you. We'll be back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety Ray Ellis on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. What's the national pastime in the U.S. in the 21st century? Are you sure? Think again. Three out of four Americans have made NFL football the true American pastime. It's now one of the fastest growing sports in the world. But how do we as fans understand everything that goes on behind the scenes? Tune in to Enter the League with Eugene T. Lee Esquire as your host. Eugene was the featured NFL agent in the ESPN acclaimed documentary, The Dotted Line. And now he takes his expertise to the Voice America Sports Channel. Listen every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's diazsportsinc.com. Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right, all right. You're listening to Outside the Ring, and this is the championship round. You know, we were talking, I'm still talking with John uh, Giuliani here. Giuliani, I'm sorry, excuse me. And uh, we were we were talking off, off the air, and uh, we were saying that, you know, a lot of these uh, amateur fighters are, when they're growing up, they're getting trained by one coach, and one coach has them shining well and, and looking great, and, and that, that coach... Uh, literally, uh, later on has also sites of them winning championships together, winning big fights. But what tends to happen most of the time is that people with money come in and just right away take that kid off their hands. And that is something that is so true in, in our sport of boxing that that's why some, some of these, uh, things have to be regulated. Wouldn't you think? Yeah. You know, I, I just want to, throw a shout out there to all these young amateurs out there you know stay true to your to who brought you where where you're at don't burn your bridges 
Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And that tends to happen a lot in our sport. That's why there, there needs to be some regulation because there, there could be some free agency all, you know, Obviously, if, 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 if one person doesn't feel right, they could go get up and go somewhere else, just like they do in football and baseball. It, it happens. Absolutely. But, you know, I, I just think that, that, um, um, it has to start somewhere and, and it, it, it should start with, with the promoters understanding that, um, uh, they can't be doing to, to, to the fans now because now I'm a fan. I'm not a fighter anymore. I'm a fan that's watching the fights and, 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 and paying for, for these pay-per-views to watch something like that and, and be really disgusted about it. And guess what? You know, we're, we're so much in love with, with the sport that we might buy the next pay-per-view that comes up, you know? Absolutely. We might, so pe- people might even fight, uh, uh, pay to see the Pacquiao fight again. But who knows, you know? If, um, they start taking their stand and, and, and doing what's right, I don't know. I don't think um, um, it'll happen that often. But anyway, now let me let me get a little bit off subject here. Uh, yeah. Between you and I, um, Sam Colonna, is he really a cool cousin or is he just, you know, uh, a mean a mean mugger? No, Sam Sam's the best. You you see how how hard that that guy works. Every forget the cousin thing. Even if he wasn't my cousin, you know, he, he'd be like family to me. Yeah. He's, you know, you, you watch what he does with these, with these kids every single day. This guy gets up, goes to the gym every single day, holds mitts with amateurs and, and pros. You know, he, he, he works both. Uh, and he's at all these shows, uh, giving 100%, wrapping hands. I mean, he, he does it all, you know? Yes, uh, he does. Yes, know, he, he does. does. I mean, how many guys are still doing that? You know what I mean? Yeah, and uh, let me tell you this about Sam. Um, this guy comes straight from his job, his third shift job, and he yeah. comes and he puts the hours right? in the gym. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. And he comes in and he puts the hours in there. I mean, talk about dedication to, to, to the gym, to the fighters. Um, and sometimes he even brings uh, lunch for certain fighters that I'm not going to name any names. Right. Right. Uh, David Diaz, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, let me tell you yeah. this though. Sam was never Sam. Sam ain't about the money, you know. So uh, no, Sam's a good guy, a really good guy. Um, on my boy, absolutely. Uh, now, um, we obviously were talking about the Pacquiao fight and how everything needs to change and everything like that. Um, do you plan on on on, on promoting uh, professionally anytime soon? Uh, yeah, we're, uh, you know, we're thinking about it right now, so, uh, it's gonna take some time though. Oh, okay, that, that's good, that's good. At least have some, some, some good, uh, fights. Would you, do you know exactly what, what area would you, uh, concentrate yourself on or would it still be, uh, on I'm the still, south suburb? Still up in the air, you know? Oh, okay, alright. Uh, but I, yeah, good. but you know, my, obviously, you know, our roots are Chicago, so, but we're <laughs> gonna, you know, try to, uh, we're going to try to do things a little differently, you know. Uh, you know, we got a lot of connections in Italy. Uh, you know, we, we might, you know, do something uh, with them also. So. Oh, okay. All right. Um, where in Italy? I just thought, nah, just joking with you. I <laughs> 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 just joking with you. I know, man. <laughs> no, um. Well, um, tell us once again where where are your fights going to be held at. 
It's at the Riviera Country Club, 8801 West 143rd Street in Orland Park, Illinois, 60462. All right, any contact? uh, You can reach me at 708-752-6976. Oh, that is awesome, John. Man, I, I wanna I wanna thank you once again for for being here with with me on the show. And I hope, unfortunately, I won't be able to make the show. I have a golf outing event that I was invited to a while back ago, so I'm gonna be missing your show. Um, but I hope you have a successful one. And uh, I want to thank you for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule again to. Uh, oh, thank um, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. All right, David. Thank you so much. All right, brother. Take Thanks, care. Man. All right. All right. That was John, guys. And uh, um want you guys to uh, support him and take a trip out there and check out his fights. Um, also, I wanted to tell you guys that I, I know we've been talking about uh, the Pacquiao fight and stuff. But um, I don't know if you guys remember what uh, Bradley said. You know, he doesn't know if he won the fight. He, he left it up to the judge's hand. He was going to go back to the tape and, and and see it and see the fight. So comes out to say that yeah, he defends his uh uh the win. He uh put it on Twitter and he says that he won the fight after uh um uh watching it that that he thinks he really won the fight. Um this is where it has to start guys. It had to start with the, with the fighters as well as well as with the promoters. To start changing the uh, the way this um, this this starts, he probably could have still got, and with more credibility, I think he would have got his rematch with Pacquiao. If he would have said, you know what, let's do it again. Yeah, you won that fight they gave it to me, but let's do it again. And how is Pacquiao not going to say uh, no? You know, let let's fight. Let's not fight. I'll, I'll go somewhere else. You admit it? No, because it's on the record still. You know, I think it would have been. Uh, a good thing for him, but um, we're just gonna have to wait and see. Also, one of the judges uh, just came out defending uh, his win over uh, 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 how he scored it. Um, Dwayne Ford uh, said he 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 thinks uh, um, he scored it right. So um, there again, people have to admit to the faults that they have done. You know. And, and, and especially in a situation like this, and I think it would start the avalanche of, uh, probably getting something fixed in, in, in this sport of boxing. Um, also, uh, I was reading on ESPN by Dan Raphael that Paul Williams' future is still uncertain. He's able to get off the bed and into, uh, the wheelchair on his own, but they still don't know if he will be able to recover or not. Wish him, um, all the best in the world, all the best in luck and, Hopefully he gets it um, all taken care of. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, time out right now for uh, to wish uh, my wife a very happy anniversary. Nine years ago on this day, I married uh, the most beautiful and um, understanding person in the world uh, who loves me for me for being silly and nutty and. And making her laugh and having fun with her. She's uh, my best friend, my wife, uh, the mother of my kids. I couldn't have asked for a better partner in life. And I really want to say happy anniversary to my wife. It's it's only been nine years, and I, I believe we still have uh, many, many, many more wonderful years to come. 
I, I'm very happy with my life with her. And like I said before, is um, a saying that I like to say is a uh, happy wife, happy life. And it's very true. And um, yes, I love you, baby. Um, I'll see you later on today. And um, okay, she stopped from holding my arm. Stop. Okay, I'm just kidding. Happy anniversary, baby. I love you. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week.